Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Odd World News Podcast. This week's episode is titled Traffic Stops, Walking Fast, and Fire Detection. Odd World News is a weekly podcast where we cover the strange and peculiar news that's occurred throughout the world. If you'd like to follow along with this week's episode, you can find the show notes in your podcast application of choice or by going to oddworld.news slash 47. Here are the stories for the week of November 1st, 2015. Dental Buyback Halloween is designed to be a time for people to dress up, let loose, and become something that they are not normally. One of the benefits of dressing up as Han Solo, a ghost, or any other costume is that you typically receive candy. There are those individuals who do not like passing out candy, though. And in fact, they will pass out things that they know the kids will not like. When this occurs, the kid can easily feel like Charlie Brown receiving a rock in his Halloween bag. One group of individuals who are known for doing this are dentists. That is not what one dentist does, though. According to a national study, Americans buy nearly 600 million pounds of candy for Halloween every year. The average person will consume approximately 3 pounds of candy. If somebody were to say the words dentist and Halloween in the same sentence, they may immediately jump to a conclusion that the dentist is not giving away candy, but instead giving away toothbrushes. One Albuquerque dentist is asking kids, who are 14 and younger, for their candy. For each pound of candy a kid brings, they will get $1 for a total up to 5 No, he's not keeping it for himself. He is actually giving it to a nonprofit called Blue Star Moms. The nonprofit supports New Mexico troops. The candy will be packed with clothes and meals and sent to the troops in holiday boxes later this month. Stopping Traffic With Halloween being last week, it should not be surprising that there would be some stories about some antics that occurred on Halloween. We definitely have one with this story. Dressing similarly is not unusual for people. Some examples may be people wanting to go as the band Kiss or even as the village people. There were some guys from Kingston-upon-Thames in England that went with a different approach. The five men decided to dress alike for their Halloween costume, and that costume is a traffic cone. What does one normally do with a traffic cone? That's right, stop traffic. That's exactly what the five men did. When they were blocking traffic, a bystander contacted police. The Metropolitan Police of Kingston-on-Thames then responded to the incident. When asked, a spokesman for Kingston states, quote, We are human beings and we do find things amusing. Obviously, they were standing in the middle of the road and there's a dangerous side to it. End quote. A picture of the five men is linked in the show notes. Fast walkers. It seems as though the world is full of surveys and studies these days. Receive surveys for political candidates or even a survey on how our interaction went with the company's support system. And there are even surveys for the most absurd excuses for calling in sick. We are inundated with studies. Even with that, we have another one. A survey was conducted in Liverpool, England. The survey question was around whether they favored adding a fast lane to sidewalks. The survey found that 45% of respondents supported a fast lane. 69% of those between the ages of 16 and 24 support the idea, while only 37% over the age of 55 did. As a note, a link to the most absurd excuses for calling in sick is in the show notes. But I was sleeping. Back on episode 7, in a story titled, Suspected Burglar Falls Through Ceiling and Gets a Surprise, we discussed a story about a burglar who opted to try and rob a supermarket by climbing a tree, entering the building through the roof, and fell through the ceiling. This week, we have a very similar story. A 48-year-old man allegedly broke into the Peach Inn supermarket in Dunbar Township, Pennsylvania. A security guard called police after seeing the man enter the store through an air conditioning vent. 
Unlike the aforementioned burglar, this one opted to use a rope ladder to climb down. When police arrived around 3 a.m., they surrounded the building and then climbed onto the roof where they found the man. The man claimed to be sleeping on the roof. Police have arrested the man and he is being charged with burglary, criminal trespass, and other charges. The force is partially strong. There are only a few things that can really get a geek's giddy joy going. One of those things is seeing Star Wars on the big screen. Depending on whom you ask, the last time Star Wars was on the big screen occurred a decade ago in 2005 or 1983. It just depends on the person's thoughts about the prequels. One aspect to any franchise movie that geeks really enjoy taking advantage of is dressing up as their favorite character from the franchise. The Star Wars movies are no exception. With the upcoming release of Star Wars Episode 7: The Force Awakens, a couple of large theater chains in the United States have clarified what they will allow. Neither Cinemark nor AMC will allow masks. However, Cinemark is also banning face paint and, quote, simulated weapons, end quote. For the uninitiated, these weapons may be blasters or lightsabers. AMC will allow lightsabers, but they must remain off during the movie. AMC's website states that the theater chain does not allow weapons or items to be brought into the theater that, quote, make other guests feel uncomfortable or detract from the movie-going experience, end quote. The Star Wars movie will be opening on December 18th. Meowing Maos. In ancient Egypt, Mao were a revered symbol of Egyptian culture. They were so revered that they received the same mummification after death as humans. To indicate just how revered they were, in 1888, an Egyptian farmer uncovered a large tomb that consisted of Mao. You may be curious what Mao is. You may commonly know them as a cat. Modern society would likely frown upon mummification of a cat. Despite this, we still have a fascination with the animals. There are some individuals who really love cats. Their affliction with the cat is indicated through the term, quote, cat lady, end quote. Normally, this term is applied to an individual who has a significant number of cats. If you needed more reason to know that we are still a cat culture, try searching for anything on the internet. You are very likely to find a picture or a video of a cat. Even with this, there are some people who cannot own a large number of cats, but still want to express their love for the animal. And to show further proof, in today's society, sometimes people have money that they are willing to spend to show their love for cats, as is the case in this story. In 1881, Austrian artist Karl Koller had traveled to the west coast of the United States. While on his travels, he encountered an art collector, Kate Johnson, in San Francisco. According to Polly Sartori, head of 19th century European paintings for Sotheby's in New York, quote, he was invited to her cat ranch. Now, Mrs. Johnson actually was very wealthy. She was a millionaire, and she had this giant mansion. Some newspapers report that she had 350 cats. So Carl Collar meets Mrs. Johnson at the ranch, and she asks him if he would paint a portrait of her cats. End quote. When you hear the term painting, you may think 8.5 by 11 inches, or maybe even 18 by 24 inches. This painting was a tad bit bigger. 75 inches by 102 inches, to be exact. Sartori states, quote, So, for three years he spends time with these cats in the mansion doing sketches, and then, in and around 1893, he does their portrait. He takes all of the sketches and he puts together this monumental-sized giant painting of 42 of her cats, end quote. This massive painting, which required Sotheby's to create a custom wall, has been sold for $826,000. It is considered to be the world's largest painting of cats. The worshipping of the Mao continues to this day. Fire detection. When you get on a plane, the last thing you want to experience is any sort of emergency. 
Unfortunately, on a flight from Sydney, Australia to Kuala Lumpur, the flight crew noticed that the fire detectors in the cabin of a Boeing 747 had gone off while they were flying. When the alarms went off, the plane was diverted to Bali. The plane was inspected, and the cause was determined to be the methane released by 2,186 passengers, whom happened to be sheep. Mike Neary, sheep specialist at Purdue University, states, quote, Treat bloated sheep with care. The buildup of pressure in the rumen can actually cause a partial collapse of the lungs. Furthermore, blood from the body is forced out of the body cavity and into the extremities, which can cause a form of acidosis. Thus, stressing these animals complicates the situation. End quote. The plane returned to the air two and a half hours later and safely made it to Kuala Lumpur. Banning authorized. There are a number of reasons that a restaurant would get shut down. The most common is violation of health laws. That is not the case in this story, even though a restaurant was shut down in Tehran. A bootleg KFC restaurant opened as Halal KFC. Halal KFC used the same image as in the United States, Colonel Sanders. According to the owner of the Halal KFC, the reason his shop was shut down was due to a, quote, miscommunication, end quote, about the eatery's paperwork. According to Tasnim News Agency, the actual reason, according to officials, is, quote, the decor of the eatery resembles the U.S. flag and can be seen as part of an American influence into Iranian culture, end quote. KFC said it is investigating the bootleg location. A company spokesman states, quote, The outlet in Tehran is illegitimate and we are in contact with local authorities and external advisors on resolving the situation. End quote. Gone vegan. When you create a recipe, there are many different ingredients that go into the item. These recipes can be created by individuals at home or by large corporations. Regardless of where the recipe is created, once you get just the right recipe, you likely want to keep it closely guarded. This is absolutely the case for most corporations. As the times change, corporations must adapt in order to remain relevant and appeal to the widest range of individuals. One of the most closely guarded secrets are those of beer brewers. One of the most recognizable names in beer is the Guinness brand, based out of Dublin, Ireland. Guinness is changing with the times. The company is making an adjustment to their 256-year-old recipe for their dark stout beer. The change is to be able to state that their stout is vegan and vegetarian-friendly. The recipe calls for the use of Isinglass. Isinglass is commonly known as fish platter. According to Guinness, quote, Isinglass has been used widely within the brewing industry as a means of filtration for decades. However, because of its use, we could not label Guinness as suitable for vegetarians and have been looking for an alternative solution for some time. We are now pleased to have identified a new process through investment in a state-of-the-art filtration system. End quote. The company expects to be able to fully implement the new filtration system in 2016. Dog training. Back in episode 5, we covered a story about a black lab who really wanted to go to the park. He wanted to go so badly that he got on the bus himself, even though his owner was not around. We have another story about a dog, except this one used transportation for an entirely different reason. Just like their human counterparts, domesticated animals have their own personalities. Dogs generally fall into two categories. Either they hate loud noises, or they are indifferent to them. The dog in this story is definitely in the former group. Buddy, a seven-year-old bull terrier who lives in Retford, England, decided that the Halloween fireworks that were going off were not for him at all. He hated them so much he decided that boarding a train was a better idea. A Northern Rail spokesman states, quote, Unfortunately, he was startled onto the train at Retford after some fireworks went off, but thankfully made a friend on board who he sat with until the train arrived at Sheffield. End quote. 
The train's conductor was impressed by Buddy and made sure that police helped locate the owner. Buddy's owner states, quote, Now we know how scared he is of fireworks. We're all staying in with him on bonfire night with the curtains drawn. End quote. This job requires certain skills. Holiday season is coming up quickly. For many, the holidays mean putting up holiday decorations and lights. It is with the best of intentions that many attempt to pack any lights used back so they can easily be removed and set up quickly. Despite this great intention, the result is normally something more akin to the movie National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when Clark Griswold pulls out the giant ball of lights that need to be untangled and says, quote, whoop, a little knot here, end quote. Tesco, the big store chain in England, is launching a new service that will allow customers to bring their knotted lights in to be untangled. The chain wants candidates to be able to untangle three meters of lights in three minutes. While untangling, the candidate needs to be able to check for broken bulbs as they go. The posting states that the 36-hour-per-week candidate would also, quote, be passionate about Christmas, end quote. The posting also states, quote, the new position will offer you the chance to show that every little bit helps by running the unique in-store service with a friendly, flexible approach and making a genuine difference to the little things that matter to our customers this Christmas, end quote. This week, we are adding a new segment to the show named Short Takes. Short Takes are stories that deserve mentioning, but did not make it into the regular lineup. Scrotentote. A video made last year for the product named Scrotentote, a backpack that mimicked male genitalia, now has an Indiegogo campaign to try and bring the product to market. The group hopes to raise $36,000 for production of the product. As of this recording, they are at approximately $12,000. Fries Return. McDonald's french fries left Venezuela approximately 10 months ago and are now returning. The reason for their disappearance was due to the fluctuating economy of Venezuela. They have now returned for the price of $78.75. On the black market, the fries would cost $1.15. Bull traffic. Two Scotsmen attempted to help a bull that had a traffic barrier stuck on its head, but were unable to do so. The two men actually filmed their attempt. A link to the video is in the show notes. And that concludes this week's episode of the Oddworld News Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and all previous episodes at oddworld.news. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore oddworldnews. If you'd like to submit a story or send feedback, you can email us at oddworldnewspodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, follow the Amazon link on the left side of the website, and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. <laughs>